What's up, podcast? You're about to listen to an episode of one side of a conversation. You're about to hear me having a conversation with a boutique, a small asset manager. I'm speaking with the senior leadership team at the firm. And this is really a marketing consultation I, I was providing to them. We are not engaged in business together yet. Hopefully that's something that materializes and that I can work with them in the future and help them build their marketing program and platform and ecosystem. But this is one of my favorite podcast episodes to date. Uh, I think this is episode 52. Now I know that there were some earlier episodes. I shouldn't say it's my favorite. There's some earlier ones with some guests that I really enjoyed. But as far as me just 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 giving raw uh, content, audio content to you guys, this is definitely one of my favorite episodes. I hope it provides you some value. Again, this is a, a, the one side of a conversation that I'm having with a boutique asset manager about all things marketing. And I really just spill it for six to eight minutes. And this is really exactly what I would do if I was them and, and, and how and why I would do it and, and why it's so important. So I hope this provides you guys some value. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and cheers and enjoy this episode. I don't know what's holding you guys back. I have no idea what's holding you back from stepping out of the contrived marketing playbook that all of the Goliaths and the giant asset managers have subscribed to and for some reason you all have subscribed to it as well. I, As I think about it and it just consumes me, I think from a top-down level at the boutiques and the small fund managers, I think senior leadership is is wants to pretend that they're the big guys so they copy what the big guys are doing so that if you you know um throw all the brands out imagine they're a, a deck of cards and you throw them all out on a table i think the ceos and the leaders and the decision makers at the boutiques want to feel like their brand and their card all matches the the giant behemoths and that they all that they feel like they, they deserve a seat at the same table and it's not that you don't deserve it, but your advantage is that you don't look like them and that you don't behave like them and that you do stand out and that you don't blend in. And I can't drive that point home enough. And like, if you like take a step back and think about how your firm, I'm talking to the small asset managers, think about your firm markets and then think about how all of the big guys market. You guys are all doing the same thing. And, and, and where your opportunity is, is that you don't have to play by that set of rules. You don't have the bureaucracy that they do. You don't have to subscribe to it. You don't have to go through 18 layers of approval just to get one piece of marketing content out the door. You don't have to worry that there's a board of directors and that there's, you know, even at the higher levels, that there's public companies that own, you know, your, you know, tickers that they're, the mutual fund company might be a public company or owned by a public company and that they really have to adhere to a very specific set of strict brand guides and standards. You at the small asset manager at the boutique, yes, of course, you're going to maintain your brand and, and be respectful of who you are and stand for what you stand for, but you can try so much different shit. You can throw out, like in this world we live in right now, like let's just be specific with LinkedIn and YouTube. You can throw out so many different pieces of content and see what resonates and what works with advisors that you want to do business with. And then once you see what works, that what resonates 
and that what advisors are attracted to, double down on it. Like the way the bigs do it is they all sit at a table and they make a decision without asking or finding out what the consumer wants, what the advisor wants. They make a decision in a boardroom, typically based on what the CMO likes. And they roll out an entire giant campaign based on that. And then they hope it works. And even if it doesn't, they just jam it down everyone's throat whom they have contact information for. And they just push it and push it and push it for three to six months because they need to get squeeze um, the perceived value of the dollars and time they spent on it out of it. They'll never taste and try and do different things and, and film a PM talking for six minutes and cut that up into a bunch of 30 second clips. They'll never do that. They'll never create the quote text pictures that you can create and grab the snippets and just put them out and see how it works and see how it does. They'll never put out just a plain text post on LinkedIn from their brand. They'll always link it back in-house gate where they wanna capture your email address. They'll never be able to play the way you can play, but none of you guys are playing the right way. And it like drives me crazy. And fine, like this, you know, I can't boil the ocean, so I, I can't get you guys all to change, but if one of you I implore you to please just adhere to what I'm saying and try and taste and and experiment with marketing in a human consumption uh, behavioral manner. Like try to consume content or try to create content that humans will consume, that you yourself would consume. I think what you're doing is you're saying we need to create marketing content and you're looking at the big firms, seeing what they're doing and you're mimicking it. I actually think that's happening. And what I need you to do is find what your story is, find what your brand's about, find what your people and your culture are about and create based on that. And completely ignore the templates that the 10 giant firms put out into the world because they're full of, they're, they're, they're so ignorable that the second you step out, like they're one, they're going to out advertise you. They'll, they'll spend more money to put their message in front of you. And if someone even happens to stumble upon your message, it looks the same as theirs anyway, so you lose. I just implore anyone who works at the small asset managers at a boutique firm, now is your time. This is your moment in time. We have LinkedIn. It's still here. It still works. We have YouTube, we have these two platforms, and then on top of that, email, right? So there's these three ways that I see that you guys can make such quick inroads to the advisors that you wanna do business with in such a short amount of time that I just implore you guys to take advantage of it. And I'm passionate about this. You can obviously hear it in my voice. Um, I, it just is such an opportunity for the firms that sit at 500 million, a billion, one and a half billion, two billion, five billion, like even up to 10 billion. Like you guys that sit at those firms that don't really have a marketing structure in place, the world is your oyster because you can build it right and do it right. And you don't have to like retrain your people because you don't have those bad behaviors going on in house yet. And that's what I implore you to do. Like hire and find and, and execute with the right people that understand the way marketing actually works and that human consumption actually works and just apply your message to it. It's that simple. Instead of picking off the employee from the big firm to come in and implement what the big firm did, which is the greatest mistake you could make, instead of doing that, 
find the person who knows actually how to market but knows the industry it's a diamond in, it's a it's a needle in the haystack a diamond in the rough like that's not going to be easy to find but peeling away someone who has 20 years of ingrained um, corporate Goliath behavior is only going to create the same situation at your firm and you're going to pay a lot for it. So figure out a way, find the people who know, um, find the firms and, and, and the teams that know a way around that, the better way, and bring them into your firm. And I promise you it will change. It will change your entire business. I, I, like, I can't stress it enough that you could make, if, if you made the decision now to bring in the right marketers to market and you brought in the right group or the right person to lead that charge, I really truly believe by uh, May and June, six months, you're looking at a different level of attention and, and, and business. Because I think capturing the attention of the advisors you want to do business with is actually really easy for you because no one in this, in this uh, industry is doing it well. There, there's a couple, obviously, but, but the majority are all doing it the wrong way and I think there's there's such an opportunity for you guys thank you so much for listening that means the world to me I hope that this episode brought you value I hope that this podcast brings you value and if it does please leave me a rating that would mean the world to me it lets me know that I'm on the right track and I'm, I'm having conversations and dialogue and, and bringing content to you guys that helps thank you for listening cheers talk soon <laughs>